to Stereotypes, a weekly music podcast based out of Memphis, Tennessee. Discussing everything from our favorite artists and albums of the past to new releases. We share what's on our playlist, and we want to know what's on yours as well. Join us as we explore the world of music. Let's go. Welcome everybody, we're back, or should I say, I'm back right now, T's out of town this week, so I'm going to be doing the episode solo, but it's good to be back, been uh, listening to a ton of music since we've been on vacation, not together, just taking a little break for the summer, Um, but I want to kick it off with Nine Inch Nails, which, so we discussed with watching the Defiant Ones, Love that documentary again. Check it out on HBO if you have not seen it. It's probably something I'll watch multiple times, knowing my Dre fandom and uh, <laughs> everything involved with that. But um, really, really love that. And got to, to see a little more and hear from Trent Reznor, who was doing stuff with the, the Beats and Jimmy Iovine, etc. But Nine Inch Nails as a band is, I think we've discussed a little bit before, um, but not too in-depth. And to be honest with you, I don't think I've listened to them as in-depth as I've needed to. Um, With watching that and with knowing that they had the new EP coming out, Add Violence, which is what we're going to be reviewing, or I'll be reviewing here in just a second, um, I really dove in to Nine Inch Nails over the past couple weeks. I don't know whether, I'm not saying I'm in a dark, depressive mood or anything like that, but it just, it was really refreshing to hear something non-hip-hop, non-trap, on the the sound of of right now and get to dive in i started out with pretty hate machine which was their their debut and it's just love love that album i hadn't heard it in forever and i've never really heard it in full until two three weeks ago um for it had like a whole obviously um that's a massive single and hit from nine inch nails but pretty hate machine phenomenal debut to think it came out in 1989 and yeah it's a little dated with the sound and i mean just a tiny bit that still could have been released like five years ago and would have been relevant and would have been outstanding as it is coming in 1989 which is it's pretty stunning to see how long of a career and being able to stay relevant Trent Reznor is, but Terrible Lie is probably my favorite off of that. Um, Something I Can Never Have, excellent, but Pretty Hate Machine, the album, the debut by Nine Inch Nails, definitely something to check out. Uh, Listen to one of my favorites from them as well, The Fragile. That that might be my favorite album from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails overall, Um, but yeah, just Nine Inch Nails has been blowing up my speakers, but mainly my headphones. Just been vibing out to it while I've been working, doing things. Um, it's just a, a completely different vibe to what's what we've been listening to lately, like I said, with the hip-hop and everything. But I want to talk mainly about their new EP, Add Violence. Now, this is their, their second EP that they've released um, in maybe six months, 
or so. Um, the first one was not the actual events. Solid. It's him and Atticus Ross, guy that you would recognize from soundtracks like uh, The Social Network, and I think he's done one or two others. But Ad Violence, I think I like a little bit more than not the actual events. Um, it starts off with Less Than, and Less Than actually reminds me of kind of a modern version of something from Pretty Hate Machine. It starts off with these synths, and then it really kicks in to uh, kind of a little more modern, harder. Uh, but it starts off with those the synths, are, uh, they're soft. They, they sound a little 80s reminiscent, but then he comes hard. And uh, the beat, the hook, um, so what were you waiting for? I mean, that, that track is just really, really growing on me. Um, next track is The Lovers, kind of a, a dark, haunting love song. Atticus Ross comes in with his, his keys, the piano, after uh, maybe 30, 45 seconds in the open, and just kind of him at his finest. Having those, the Atticus Ross is phenomenal in the keys. It's like again, I said he's he's the one you would recognize from the the Social Network, and I can't remember off the top of my head the other movies that he's scored, but he's phenomenal. And yet you hear him come in on that track, and it takes kind of a, a dark, haunting, sparse track and gives it a little bit of a solid melody, and it's it's excellent. Uh, the Lovers next track, um, then it goes into. This isn't the place. Kind of a, it starts off. It almost sounds like it will be one of their instrumental tracks, and it goes for a little while like that. Kind of introspective mood music, um, something that would be great for driving or a film. Then Trent comes in. It's just, it's a really, really good track. It's it's so crazy to think that from 1989 to 2017, Trent Reznor is still relevant, still putting out great stuff. This doesn't sound out of place. It doesn't sound like throwaways. It's good. It's really good. Um, the more I listen to it, the more it grows on me. Um, next track, because it's a it's a short one. It's only five track EP. Is not anymore. Uh, the distorted guitars, Trent screaming, kind of a defiant attitude to it. It's really that track is Nine Inch Nails in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a bit more aggressive. Than the stuff that is has come before, like I said, it kind of start off a little soft with good melody, with less than the lovers, kind of dark, haunting, kind of love song, uh, not anymore, or this isn't the place, kind of instrumental, not anymore is Trent and Nine Inch Nails coming hard. <laughs> this is an aggressive, shorter track, but really, really solid. Then we get to the the finale of that EP, easily my favorite track. The background world, um, great finish. Kind of going at a, a four on the floor, four for four beat, um, but a little bit slower. It's dark, but um, hopeful. The keys that come in around two minutes and forty-four seconds, and that take over the track and really become the main soul and spine of the track for the next what five minutes, because it's about a seven to eight minute track. Um, it really is everything I love about the band. It's just, it's electronic, it's experimental, it's hard, it's distorted, it's angry. Um, great finish. And in fact, if you had a CD and you were listening to it, you probably would think your CD was skipping a couple times in the beginning with how he stops 
and starts. And I just think it's it's so genius from him. Uh, it's a big, big shout-out to Trent Reznor and Ad Violence EP. I'm not sure if they're going to be putting out an album anytime soon since they really just hit us with kind of an album broken up into two parts uh, with Ad Violence and this... Not the actual events. Um, but really, you can just play those two together and count it as an album, regardless of whether we're getting one or not. But Nine Inch Nails, definitely great, great piece of work here. Really, really enjoying it. And next, want to move something on to uh, probably something not a lot of people are listening to or paying attention to. And it's really disappointing to me because I think it is fantastic. MC8's Which Way Is West. Uh, underrated album. Like, again, super, super underground, but it's executive produced by DJ Premier. DJ Premier, as I think if you've been listening to the show, I'm a big fan of. Love Boom Bap. Premier, definitely one of my favorite producers of all time. King of the Scratches. Um, and we get to hear plenty of that during this album. But um, ironically... The album is executive produced by DJ Premier, one of hip-hop's best producers of all time. However, like the entire album is produced by a producer I've never heard of until now, who is insanely dope. His name, Brank Sinatra. Um, he really has captured, in fact, I think he's like from Holland or Germany, something like that, and he has captured the West Coast sound, but... It's 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 modern. It's up to date. It's um. I I don't think he could have done better. I mean, Premier produced track six, Run the Block, and track thirteen and fourteen. Last ones left, and for the OGs, everything else. Brank Sinatra, uh, Brank Sinatra. Like I said, blew me away. He he put his foot in the ass of this album. <laughs> That's the only way I can can say it. But he really found found the sound that's that's it's relevant it's west coast or, sorry he's from austria um but it's <laughs> it's something else i mean if you're you're a west coast hip-hop fan in any way shape or form mc8 obviously you know about but to come back in 2017 again kind of like we were talking about with trent Reznor, mc8 put out a phenomenal album I mean, I'll put this up against a lot of stuff that's coming out this year. It may make my top 10 hip-hop albums for the year just... Maybe even not even just hip-hop. Maybe top 10 albums for the year. It'll be probably more towards the, the number 10 than number 1, but it's excellent. I'm really, really enjoying this album. Um, it's <laughs> it's a sleeper. I, I'm, I'm hating that not as many people should be listening to this or listening to but Shut Em Down, opening track, super hard. Got Outlaws, you'll know from Tupac and stuff like that. Um, Shut Em Down, boom. Hits you right in the face from the start. Next track, Represent Like This. Perfect. Perfect. Um, one of my favorites on the album. I mean, as soon as you hear this, you just want to throw those W's up, man. <laughs> it's, it's hard as bricks. Um, and that's that, that just a production without even touching on how good 8 is on this track. Uh, represent like this. Love it, love it, love it. Um, DJ Premier with the scratches. Frank Sinatra with the production. If you don't like this track, I'm not sure that I like you. <laughs> uh, 
But no, seriously, ch- please, please check that out. If you're looking to see if you're going to like that album, that would be a, a very um, easy first track to check out and say, yo, do I like this? I'm probably going to like this album. Represent like this, I'm loving it. Got w- Dub C featured on it, but it's hell of a track. Up next, um, Compton Zoo. Everything that I said about Represent Like This really applies for Compton Zoo as well. Compton Zoo's dope as fuck. Gia Gia. Uh, <laughs> gotta throw in those those uh, MC8 sounds on there. Um, the ad-libs. But yeah, Compton Zoo Represent Like This. Two tracks. Check them out. You like those two tracks, you will like the album. Both insanely dope. Both similar, but I mean similar in the fact that it's made by the same people and it's the same vibe, not like repeats of each other. Excellent, excellent stuff. Then it moves on to Heart Cold. Uh, Heart Cold sounds like a maybe 2009 to 2011 detox session music, the stuff that we heard that was leaked coming out from Dr. Dre's camp. Uh, really good. And ironically, when I speak about Detox Session and Dr. Dre, it's got Lady of Rage on there, who was on Compton, or not Compton, the the Chronic. Um, so it's it's super West Coast, but it's, again, modern, but with a nod to the old. It's MC8, it's Lady of Rage, but produced by Frank Sinatra. Brilliant, brilliant track. Uh, Pass Me By, love the melody, and Be Real. Come on, who doesn't like Be Real from Cypress Hill? He, he, he kills it. One of the album's best tracks. Maybe, maybe top two, top three for me. Absolutely brilliant. Run the Block really was the track that got me buzzing for the album. It came out a long time before the album was actually released. Um, and it's it's premiere on the beat, feature in Melee. Um, it's just, it's everything you would expect from MC8 and DJ Premiere. It's what you would hope it would sound like, and it does. <laughs> the scratches on it from Primo, super dope. But yeah, Run the Block, I think it was the first single. came out a long time before the album, but had me buzzing for it when I don't even think anybody knew 8 was coming out with an album. <laughs> but uh, yeah, love that track. Gangsta Gangsta with Corrupt. Again, another one that really, it tells you what it is just with the title of it. Gangsta Gangsta, MC8, produced by Brank, with Corrupt on the... The feature, super, super uh, solid. I mean, it's just corrupts one of my favorite underrated MCs. Obviously, I've got a love for the West Coast, so getting to hear this track, it's it beats dope, versus dope. Um, again, big love for Corrupt. His Space Odyssey album is a classic in my eyes. I'm not. It's another one kind of like Which Way Is West that yeah, some people know about, but probably more West Coast than not, and not everybody else knows, but Space Odyssey by Corrupt, uh, check that out. You're into West Coast hip-hop, big, big album. I mean, it's got like Limp Bizkit is featured on it. It was huge back in the day. Um, But yeah, check that out if you have not heard it. Gangsta Gangsta feature Corrupt, great track. Got that. Got that, I think is my favorite on the album, uh, I know it's my favorite, it's so soulful, uh, premieres on the hook, it's, (laughs) it's so tight, uh, I, I love Got That, but yeah, Got That, definitely my number one, from Which Way is West, uh, next track, Medicaid, featuring Exhibit, and again, just like we're corrupt, just like with my love of everything, 
West Coast and Dope. Exhibit kills it on the track. Everything about the track is it, it's perfect. It's not my favorite track on the album, but it's it's way up there, way up there. Uh, Born to Hustle, the momentum that they have going on the album, really, by the time you hit track 10, they've gone 10 for 10. Bars, melody, so dope. Uh, Hook is not my favorite on this track, but the beat on the verses, straight fire. Straight fire. Um, Then I'll skip a couple. The last one's left. One of probably top five for me on the album, featuring Compton's Most Wanted. It's got premiere on the beat. Um, Man, great, great track. Then you've got For the OGs, another one produced by DJ Premier. He finishes up with two of the last three tracks and really could have been an album closer. And you're like, man, I hope by the time I get to track 15, Unias, that that's not going to be a letdown because it feels like For the OGs could be an album closer, kind of the finale. But then Unias comes on and you're like, yo, yeah, this is definitely, definitely the, the album closer that we're looking for here. Perfect finale to the album. Um, I, as you can tell, I really enjoy MC8's Which Way is West. Uh, not sure if T has heard it. Not sure if any of you have heard it. But it's on Apple Music. It's I'm sure it's on Spotify. Everything else. It's just something. Please go check it out. Go support MC8 and DJ Premier and Brank Sinatra. They killed it. Really can't wait to hear more from Brank. Um because he's <laughs> he's he's killed this album. I think this is the first time that I know of that I've heard from him. Um, I'm not sure who else he's produced with, but it doesn't matter. I mean, he he killed this one again. Big shout out to Brank Sinatra. Um, and that does it for MC8's "Which Way Is West." Uh, we've got next episode. I promise you guys, we will get to Jay Z's 444. Um, Spoiler alert, I love it. Spoiler alert, I think you probably know how T feels about it since it's OG hip-hop. It's real boom-bap, intelligent, non-trap shit. Uh, but we'll let we'll let that flow on the next episode. But appreciate you guys joining us. It's good to be back. Short one today, solo app, touched on Nine Inch Nails and their ad violence. MC8, which way is west? Again, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram at stereotypes pod all one word we're also on Facebook now starting to get that up and running and working on a website as always stereotype growing and growing and growing one step at a time but we love doing this hope that you guys enjoy listening um, and please go like us follow us speak to us on there we'd love to have a, a conversation with you guys about music as well that's it for this week peace Oh, 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 oh,